Hello, what's this pop-up podcast from The Devil in the Detail? I'm Rob Paxson and uh, I'm here talking all things at Salford Red Devils. It's Mac, it's game day at Salford, take on Hull FC on Bank Holiday Monday at the AJ Bell Stadium. I managed to speak to head coach Richard Marshall in the pre-match press conference and uh, he's looking forward to the game and you can hear it now. Coach's Corner. Right, Rick, it's Rob. Hey, Rob. After a physically tough battle against the Catalan, how have your players turned round over the weekend, both physically and mentally? Yeah, well, we've not. We've only had one session. So um, we've had one session. We've done a, a review preview on the same day just to make sure that we fix up some of them areas that we've, that we've mentioned and spoke about. Hull, yeah, very physical team, big team. Uh, got got uh, a real kicking game as well off off, off Sneed and, and Jake Connor's doing a little bit for them now. He, he, he un, unpicked us, I thought, when we played him in round two. Uh, so we looked at we've, we've gone over and looked at a little bit of that as well. Um, yeah, and, and if we can be consistent in our defensive processes, our line speed, our third man reloads, I think we'll be better for that. But we know that they're fighting for a place in the top six, so. They'll be coming to look to uh, to turn us over. Obviously, the preparation time is is shortened because of the turnaround in games. Is it kind of a blessing that both sides have similar sort of styles of play, so you can kind of use the same game plan for both? Yeah, that that helps. It, it does help. There's a, there's a things that we could do differently, uh, given the time and the space and the recovery sessions. But we've not got enough time, so they'll be they'll, and and you know what? I thought we did really well with the ball, so. Um, um, yeah, we, we'll try and keep the same tempo and plays. Um, you know, there'll be a few tweaks here and there to try and exploit the whole defence. Um, but defensively, I think our defensive game plan should and can improve. Um, but we have got some players who are playing the third game in you know in in, in a week since that Sunday that against Lee. Yeah, Andy Eckers dropped out the squad uh, yesterday. Is that because of the <coughs> turnaround time or is that something more serious? No, it's just um, not fit. He's just not fit to play. Um, so, yeah, we had to make a change on that. Um, but, um, yeah, but we, 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 we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, it's a shame, really, because he's been going really well, Andy, but somebody else will get an opportunity there. Yeah, with his absence, does that mean you have to change the balance of your squad? Because you're losing an 80-minute player does that mean you have to think about putting an interchange hooker on the bench? Possibly. Yeah, it's possibly something we can look at. We've used Elijah at hooker, Greg Burke, Chris Atkin, Deck Patton. You know, we, we, there is options there. Um, you know, uh, yeah, so we'll have to look at that. Um, but yeah, I think Andy's developed his game all around, his kicking game, and, uh, and he's a tough defender. So uh, yeah, so someone else will have to do all of his jobs and more. Yeah, the last two games you played with two different half-back pairings. What do you make of that? And are you sort of playing them in, in pairs or are you looking to mix and match between who's available? A uh, bit of both. Kev, as I said, Kev could possibly play, but we want to have a look at a couple of other combinations. <clears throat> We're not settled in that department yet. I don't think it's done us any harm. You do want continuity, but we've not we've not been able to have that uh, not through my selections, just through the circumstances that we've had all year, really. Um, this week will be no different. Um, 
but yeah, it's we're trying to build a little bit, but at the same time, we, we need to win games. You know, we've only got a handful of games left, and we want to win them and compete in them. So we're still searching for the uh, for the right combinations. Yeah, obviously you've had a lot of mix and matching due to injuries and, and COVID. How, how close have you got to the, the Richard Marshall seventeen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not more. I, don't, I, I think you know when you you had your Callum Watkins, your Jack Wells. Yeah. All those players, Seb, Lee Mossop, you know, if you look back, you know, we didn't start the season really well. We had we had we had some difficult fixtures at the start. But that was probably our looking back, that was our best opportunity to really to hit the ground running, you know, knowing what I know now, whether I've done anything's different, I'm not quite sure, probably. Um, but that's hindsight. That's my first year as a head coach in Super League. I've learned quite a lot of lessons this year. Uh, some 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 good, some indifferent. And some that I wouldn't do again, um, but the players I think uh, again when you when you look at yourself and I think we've developed quite a few of the individuals within the squad. I think their all round game is developed. I know we've not got the the W's week in week out, but I think we've developed some players here this year, which will be good for next year. Yeah, obviously you talk about development. Do you think you developed as a coach going through that tough period at the beginning? I think you have to. You have to. You, you, you're not. You know. You don't. If you're winning every week, it's really nice. I was at a club at St. Helens, an assistant winning every week, and you know, you do. You still learn there, um, but you don't learn the tough lessons. I've, I've learnt, certainly learned some harsh lessons this year about overcoming adversity and bu building the team back up again. And we've had a short turnaround this week. You've got to keep your messages and your themes simple and clear and concise. We've tried to do that. Um, Probably took it for granted at the start of the year because we had a wonderful 30-man squad and and probably chopped and changed a little bit, whereas on reflection, probably should have tried to find my best combinations right at the start. But then obviously, you know, five, six weeks into the season, your injuries and, and, then, and then obviously the COVID. But we are where we are. Yes, I've learned some lessons this year. Yes, I've learned some tough lessons. Uh, and, but I'm already looking forward to not just... Listen, I want to finish this season, these last three weeks. I'm looking forward to the next three weeks. I'll have a rest, recuperate, and then we'll, we'll be flying again next year. Yeah, you mentioned the dis discipline being a problem, but looking at the offences are more technical than, than thuggery. Is that more of a frustration for you that, that obviously the players just don't seem to be able to kind of stay sort of switched on uh, in big moments? Yeah, there's a concentration element. There's a technique element. Um, they are, yeah, high tackles. There's certain penalties that you can cop and you can go, you know what, we'll, we'll take that one. Um, but not just the uh, the lack of uh, tackle technique or, or being in front of the referees. We won't take them. And to be fair, uh, I'm finding the players now for that, which I don't like doing, but anyway. Uh, Hull are a good team. We're a good team. How important is it? The crowd obviously make that extra man. On on uh, Monday, yeah, they've been really good. Um, you know, and I said this uh, last last week. Um, listen, they're always good. They're they're better when we win, and 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 there's a few things going around when we lose. And you know, quite rightly, they pay the money. Um, as as long as it's constructive and it, and it's taken on board, and it is, we're happy. We've got a really passionate set of supporters here. We've done our supporters trust us. Watch training this morning albeit socially distanced, but they've been in and around and, and that's great for us. I've not had any interaction or I've not had enough interaction with our supporters, our trusts, uh, our sponsors, our partners. I want to do all that. You know, that's what our, our how you build a club and environment. Um, we've not, I've not had the chance to do that. 
but our supporters definitely, yeah, let's have, you know, we've got a couple of home games left. Let's have a real good go at this. They do really help us when they start singing them songs and the lads are warming up and creates a great atmosphere. They've been brilliant this year. Yeah, and obviously you talk about trying to make it a community club. The news of having a reserve team next season, uh, you know, gives us that pathway. Yeah, that's what we're about here. We want to create our own players. We know that players who are brought up through the system will have 5, 10, 15% more affiliation. Um, the friends and family are watching them. Someone like Ellis Robson, who we've got on loan from Warrington, he's a Salford lad and so emotional when he made his debut. And uh, and he'll be playing at the weekend and he'll be put, you know, he, he loves putting the shirt on. Uh, and I want more of that. I do. Um, we, we haven't got enough of that at the moment. That'll take a few years, but um, we're not far off. We'll, we'll, we'll be there. With, our reserve grade will be outstanding. Danny Barton's done a great job as head of youth. and We've got some plans in place for that. Cheers, Ray. Good luck. Thanks, gents. Ha, 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 ha.